This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've had a little light rain this morning, 69 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 25th of May, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we've got a slight chance of rain today, possibly a thunderstorm. Now, looking at the six-hour radar picture here in Moralton, looks like we'll get some rain right around noontime. And the eastern side of Conway County, Menifee, Springfield, Mallettown, all that area, could see that kick up into a thunderstorm about 1230 today. Mostly cloudy skies, otherwise a high of 79, and we could get between a quarter and a half of an inch of rainfall today. Now tonight there's a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy otherwise, a low of 65. Wednesday brings a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny and a high of 86. And our seven-day forecast now includes the outlook for Memorial Day. Looks like a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms on Monday, otherwise mostly cloudy and a high of 84. Hopefully that won't ruin any plans that you've got for outdoors activities, but you may want to push it up a day. Sunday looks really nice, sunny, high in the low 80s. Right now, again, some light rain through the area, 69 degrees at the KVOM studios, Let's send out congratulations this morning to our KVOM Employee of the Day. It's Carolyn Bailey at Moralton High School. Obituary announcements for you this morning. Kenneth Chambers, age 53, of Cleveland, died on Thursday, May 20th. He is survived by his mother, Freddie Bell Chambers of Cleveland, son Christopher Chambers of Conway, sisters Susanna Chambers of Conway and Stephanie Chambers Kane of Moralton, brothers Tyrone Chambers Jr. of Conway, and Wilfred Chambers of Russellville, special friend Robin Thompson, special brother Joe Caston, and a host of other relatives and friends. Graveside services for Kenneth Chambers will be held Saturday, May 29th, 1 p.m. at Mount Vernon Cemetery in Cleveland. Walk-through visitation will be Friday, May 28th from 2 to 6 p.m. at Larry G. Ackland Funeral, home of Moralton. Jane LaRue Geist Gullet, age 83, of Moralton, died on Thursday, May 20th, She was a 55-year resident of the Conway County area, was of the Baptist faith, retired from St. Mary's Regional Medical Center in Russellville as a scrub technician. She is survived by her sons, Larry Red Baker of Hattieville, Bobby Gullett of Hattieville, Jimmy Gullett of Dover, and Leland Gullett of Hattieville, daughter Marsha Campbell of Hattieville, two brothers, four sisters, 23 grandchildren, and 26 great-grandchildren. The memorial service for Jane LaRue Geist Gullett was held Monday at Old Hickory Baptist Church in Hattieville with Johnny Offman officiating and arrangements by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral, home of Moralton. Thomas Harrion, age 70, of Moralton, died Friday, May 21st. Funeral services will be at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral, home of Moralton. Freddie Earl McCoy, age 60, of Center Ridge, died Friday, May 21st. Graveside service will be today, 2 p.m., at Pleasant Hill Cemetery with Brother Thomas Flowers officiating Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Mackenzie Page Scruggs, age 24 of Apollo, died Friday, May 21st. She was of the Baptist faith, a 2016 graduate of Nemo Vista High School, and worked at Child Care Network as a daycare teacher in Conway. She is survived by her parents, Jason and Audrey Scruggs, brother and sister Noah and Gracie Scruggs, all of Apollo, sister Haley Scruggs and her three children, Grandparents Otis and Clara Story of Plummerville, Pat Scruggs of Moralton, along with many aunts, uncles, cousins, and friends. 
Visitation is today, 6 to 8 p.m., at the Funeral Home Chapel. Funeral services for Mackenzie Page Scruggs will be held Wednesday, May 26th at 10 a.m. at Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home. Burial will follow at Kilgore Cemetery by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. John B. Trafford, age 83, of Plummerville, died on Saturday, May 22nd. Graveside service will be held this morning at 1030 at Mount Pleasant Cemetery with Brother Mike Cantrell and Blake Martin officiating. The family will receive friends 30 minutes prior to service time. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Coming up on 736, we've had some light rain in the area, 69 degrees. We've got a 70% chance of rain today, and under mostly cloudy skies are high around 79, keeping an eye out for some thunderstorm activity through the noon hour. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. We're all doing business differently right now. At Petty Jean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Open a new account over the phone at 354-4988. And with their free mobile app, you can check your balance, deposit a check, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile phone. It's fast, easy, and secure. You can bank anywhere, anytime. Just visit the App Store and download the free PJSB app today. You can also enroll in text banking and get account balances and view transaction history using simple text commands. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up on 738, 69 degrees, we've had some light rain in the area. An unidentified five-year-old youth has died as the result of injuries sustained in a late Monday morning two-vehicle accident in the 100 block of East Main Street in Russellville. Police Public Information Officer Quinn Jones said the entrapment accident occurred around 11.20 a.m. Four patients were injured in the crash and transported to St. Mary's Hospital for treatment of undetermined injuries. One of the four, a five-year-old child, succumbed to their injuries, according to Jones. The other three injury victims were said to have been in stable condition at last report. The accident remains under investigation by Russellville Police Authorities. The Conway County Quorum Court has set a special meeting for next week to consider an appointment for the position of county clerk. Justices of the Peace will meet Monday, June 1st at noon at the courthouse. The position will be officially vacant as of May 31st. Longtime clerk Debbie Hartman has announced her retirement from the position, and that became official with the approval of a resolution by the Quorum Court Monday night declaring a vacancy in the office. Hartman has served as county clerk since January 1st, of 2003. She expressed appreciation for her time in office as she addressed JP's one final time during Monday night's regular monthly meeting. I appreciate every one of you and it has been my honor to serve this county for 18 and a half years. I've always been supported and I've always had y'all's support. Oh yeah, we've never always agreed. We all know that, but it's okay. That's the way it goes. That's the way it works. But I have enjoyed my time here. I just think it's my time to step aside and allow someone else to come in. But serving with you guys, all of you, in the past and the present, has been a complete honor. I have been a blessed woman to be able to serve this county. Thank you all. The Quorum Court is responsible for appointing someone to fill the remainder of the term of the county clerk, which expires December 31st of 2022. The county is accepting resumes from anyone interested in the position. You can contact the county judge's office or the county clerk's office for more information. 
The person chosen to fill the unexpired term will not be eligible to run for the position once it becomes open in the next election cycle. In other matters from Monday's meeting, JPs approved the reappointments of Ashley Congeni, Joel Taylor, and Janie Higgins to the Conway County Library Board and approved an amendment to the 2021 budget to account for the receipt of a $2,550 federal grant for the Sheriff's Office and an appropriation of $8,500 for the purchase of turnout gear for the Pettyjean Fire District. The City of Moralton's Street Department has stayed busy recently working on a number of paving projects. Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says Country Club Road, Moral Street, Shady Lane, and Chestnut Street are among the streets getting an upgrade. We got uh, Country Club paid, which Country Club had some drainage issues, and uh, and so we actually improved that situation out there. We've got one cul-de-sac that's concrete that we've still got to redo, and uh, we had a bad spot on Moral that we got repaved, and then as weather permits, they'll be working on Shady Lane, which we were able to widen out and make make it safer and make that situation better out there. So. And then we're paving Chestnut downtown uh, because some of the sewer project kind of tore that road up and had a lot of bad spots. The mayor adds that it's his goal to have all the streets in downtown Moralton repaved before the eclipse in April of 2024 when thousands of people are expected to visit the city. Visitors to Petty Jean State Park this weekend will be able to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Arkansas State Parks is partnering with the Arkansas Department of Health to host free public vaccination clinics in 10 state parks across the state. Many parks hosted a clinic this past weekend, but Pettyjean will have a clinic on Saturday, May 29th from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. Participants will receive the single-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Those receiving the COVID-19 vaccination during a state park clinic will be entered into a drawing to win a gift certificate for two nights of lodging of their choice at any of Arkansas's state parks. Over 1.9 million doses of the vaccine have been administered statewide as of Monday afternoon, including 13,834 in Conway County and 6,550 in Perry County. The health department reported 47 new cases of coronavirus in Arkansas on Monday. None of those came from either Conway County or Perry County. In Conway County, there have still been a total of 2,244 total cases, and the number of active cases declined by two for the day to 12. The number of active cases in Perry County is unchanged for the day at 6, and there have been a total of 845 positive cases in the county. The Bigelow and Williams Junction Fire Departments in Perry County are among the 96 volunteer fire departments in the state, recently awarded a wildfire suppression kit through the Rural Fire Protection Program. The program, managed by the Arkansas Agriculture Department's Forestry Division, received over $294,000 from the United States Forest Service, to purchase and distribute the kits. Volunteer fire departments are the primary partner of Forestry Division crews in wildfire response and suppression, but they are often in need of the specialized equipment and gear necessary for safe wildfire suppression. Kits distributed this year include lightweight wildfire-resistant personal protective equipment, hand rakes, backpack water pumps, and leaf blowers. Volunteer fire departments interested in participating in the wildfire suppression kit program Submit applications that are scored according to specific criteria, including fire district population, the size of the response area, wildfire equipment response needs, and other factors. The next application period for the Wildfire Suppression Kit Program is expected to begin August of 2021. Now 7.44 and let's check our market report. 
Here's Edna Hill of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, equity markets traded higher on Monday, with the S&P 500 gaining 1% and the Dow adding 186 points. There were no major headline drivers today, keeping the market's focus on the rising inflation story and the implications for monetary policy stimulus as the economy rebounds. Growth investments outperformed value today with the technology and communication sectors leading, while defensive like utilities and healthcare trailer. The bond market was quiet with 10-year rates holding near the 1.6 mark. The Dow closed at 34,394, up 186 points. <laughs> NASDAQ closed at 13,661, up 190 points. The volume was moderate as 819 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to our Kansans, AT&T down 0.26 at 29.75, Bank of America up 0.23 at 42.63, Centerpoint Energy up 0.32 at 25.03, Darren Company down 0.39 at 359.36, Energy Corp up 0.16 at 106.80. Under Armour down 0.20 at 17.91. Simmons Bank down 0.55 at 30.37. Regions Financial up 0.11 at 22.87. Southwestern Energy up 0.02 at 5.43. Tyson Foods down 0.13 at 80.56. Walmart up 0.01 at 141.76. Live Ramp up 0.01 at 47.49. Interpublic Group up 0.11 at 33.33. Next Terra Energy down 0.41 at 74.03. Natural Gas unchanged at 2.89. Precious metals were mixed. Gold was up 6.70 at 1,883.40. Silver was down 0.02 at 27.89. I'm Edna Hill, Senior Branch Office Administrator, Edward Jones Investments, Duck Hay Hills Office in Marlton. On our community calendar, the Plummerville City Council will meet in a special called meeting tonight at 6 in the community room. RVAC will issue USDA commodities for all eligible Conway County residents Wednesday from 9 until noon at the Conway County Fairgrounds in Moralton. This will be a drive-through pickup only. Applicants will stay in their vehicles. They will need to show their driver's license and proof of household income. The CHI St. Vincent Moralton Auxiliary is holding a drawing for a Memorial Day gift basket valued at over $300 this Thursday. Tickets are a dollar each, six for $5, available at the hospital's front desk or gift shop from any auxiliary member or by calling 977-2454. CHI St. Vincent Moralton will host an Arkansas Blood Institute blood drive this Thursday from 9 until noon. To schedule an appointment, call 877 340 8777 or visit arkbi.org. And this week is your last chance to purchase tickets for the Moralton Knights of Columbus Live Free for a Month raffle. The drawing will be held this Saturday. The winner will get his or her bills paid for one month with up to $1,500 for rent or mortgage, $250 for electricity, $100 for natural gas, $100 for water, $2,500 for cell phone, $200 for cable or satellite, $300 for home and auto insurance, $500 for medical insurance, $500 for a car payment, and $800 for groceries and dining. Tickets are $20 each. Those can be purchased here at the radio station. Call 354-2484.
Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast here on KVOM, and we want to make that content available to as many people as possible. So that's why KVOM's News Watch is available on our podcast channel every single weekday. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 749, we've got some light rain in the area, 69 degrees. KVOM's morning Newswatch continues with sports and weather in just a moment. We're all doing business differently right now. At Petty Jean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Need a loan? Just call Pettyjean State Bank at 354-4988 and ask for the loan department. You can talk about consumer, commercial, agriculture, or mortgage loans. And keeping up with your loan is convenient with PJSB's website or free mobile app. They're both fast, easy, and secure. Visit your app store and download the free PJSB mobile app today. Welcome home to Hometown Banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Managing for the first time against his former team, Tony LaRusso guided the Chicago White Sox to a 5-1 victory over the St. Louis Cardinals on Monday night in Chicago. The loss is the sixth in the last nine games for the Cardinals, whose lead in the National League Central Division is down to one and a half games. Cards take on the Sox again tonight at 7.10. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.15 p.m. on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. The Arkansas Travelers are back home this week for a six-game series against the Tulsa Grillers. Tonight's game from Dickie Stevens Park starts at 7.10 p.m. Arkansas Razorback baseball coach Dave Van Horn has been named the Southeastern Conference Coach of the Year, while senior Kevin Copps took home SEC Picture of the Year honors and awards announced by the SEC on Monday. Three Razorbacks were selected as first-team All-SEC honorees, including Cops, second baseman Robert Moore, and designated hitter Matt Goodhart. Outfielder Christian Franklin and pitcher Patrick, uh, Patrick Wicklander, meanwhile, picked up second-team All-SEC recognition. Greenbrier's Caden Wallace was named to the All-Freshman team, while Moore and pitcher Peyton Paulette earned spots on the newcomer All-SEC team. The Razorbacks start play in the SEC tournament in Hoover, Alabama on Wednesday. And that is our sports this morning. All right, Eric, thank you for those updates. Now, 751, we've got partly cloudy skies, 69 degrees just outside the KVOM studios and in our weather outlook for today. We've got about a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms likely today. The chances of thunderstorms uh, really hitting uh, around midday, around the 12, 12.30 mark. High of 79 degrees expect today with mostly cloudy skies in store all day long. Tonight, 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms are low down to 65 degrees. On Wednesday, another 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, a high of 86. Wednesday night, it'll be partly cloudy, our low down to 68. Then another 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms Thursday. Otherwise, clouds, a high of 88 degrees. And uh, more of those uh, showers and thunderstorms on Friday, our high of 86 degrees. And then Saturday, slight chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms and a high of 81 degrees. And it's kind of getting to be that time of year where we'll, we will see those uh, slight chances of uh, showers and thunderstorms in the afternoons, uh, those uh, daytime heating showers, uh, what they call those. And uh, we'll see uh, more of those as we start to get a little warmer. Uh, taking a look at current conditions here at the KVOM studios, our humidity, 87%, our wind speed uh, at Calm right 
right now. Barometric pressure, 30.08 inches. Our dew point's at 65 degrees, and our visibility is at 10 miles. The low this morning, 65 degrees. The high yesterday, 68. The low a year ago was 66 with a high of 86. No rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios. Our total for the year, 23.21 inches. Sunset tonight, 815. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 6 o'clock. When you join us for the start of Mornings in Moralton, right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, right now in Moralton, we've got partly cloudy skies, 69 degrees at the KVOM studios at 7.53. KVOM's Tuesday morning edition of News Watch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next. We're all doing business differently right now. At Pettyjean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Need to deposit a check? Do it anywhere, anytime with the free PJSB mobile banking app. Just snap a photo of the front and back of your endorsed check and make a deposit right from the app with a small transaction fee. Right in town and always in touch. Visit your app store and download the free PJSB app today. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to KVOM's Tuesday morning edition of News Watch. Partly cloudy skies, 69 degrees at the KVOM studios here in Moralton. As we turn now to our close-up segment this morning, visiting with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart. Judge, good morning. Morning, Hunter. Well, I had a good meeting last night, didn't you? There had a the... good meeting last night. Had a little bit of business to take care of, but everything seemed to go pretty good. Well, good, good. Uh, I know that uh, we talked about this a little bit ago in the news. Uh, Miss Debbie Hartman, she made her final remarks last night. Yes, uh, uh, bittersweet. You know she's uh, she's done a very good job, and she's uh, she's been there for eighteen and a half years, and was a pleasure to work with. And uh, you know I know it's I, Debbie, if you're listening, I hope you're in. Well, no, she's still got a few days, but anyway, one of these days she's going to wake up and say, "Boy, it sure is nice not to have to crawl out of bed. I think I'll roll over and take another nap." Oh yeah, yeah, all right. So she's that's coming shortly, and uh-huh. you know, but uh, hey, we're going to really miss her. I don't mind telling you, and that's we've got. A process that we're going to have to go through. We talked about that last night, and um, we've actually had an advertisement in the paper. This week will be the second time, and uh, then they're going to the quorum court's going to convene and meet again on June the first at noontime. I think that's what they said. And uh, if anybody, and I'll say this: if anybody out there is interested in, in uh, being considered, then please let us know. Okay. Certainly before June the first. All right. You yeah. might want to take and get your resume together and. Uh, be prepared for an up-close and personal interview. All right. And now that person uh, not eligible for the next appointment. Though, no, right? sir. Well, once that person, whoever the quorum court appoints, that person will not be eligible to take and run for office okay. next All right. time. So it's some important information. If yes. you're wanting to run and have a long term, then you yes. might might hold off if on If you want that. to have a long term, I wouldn't recommend it, okay? Okay. All right. Well, good information this morning. You also heard from Natural State Wireless last night. Yeah, I had a, got a report from them. And of course, part of the contract agreement, we actually done two agreements in Conway County when the, the governor and the commission rolled out $100 million. There were 60 participants that received funds from the state on that, and Natural State was one of them, Drew and Chrissy Hewitt, and uh, the other one was TC Works out of uh, Conway. And uh, Natural State got a million three. TC Works got a million two hundred and fifty-four thousand dollars, and of course, part of that agreement, they've got to report back because here we go. Mm-hmm. You know, the money went straight to those folks, but the, but would they basically have to? The state depends on us to say, all right, how is it good, bad, or indifferent? And you know, everything I can see so far, it looks like it's been a cer- certainly a, a a big move as far as. And as I tell folks, um, you know, no longer is the internet accessibility a luxury; it's a necessity. Right. And and hopefully, with those two vendors. 
companies uh, they're going to take, and um, hopefully Conway County is in a much better position today than they have been. Right, and we're certainly looking forward to it. And, uh, we mentioned a few minutes ago, I've had uh, some, some friends out in the county, you know, that yeah. have, uh, that have uh, gotten natural state wireless, and, and, and they love it, and they, uh, you know, didn't have great access before. Right. So that's, and, you know, the big dilemma, and we talked about this a lot, and I've tended because I've actually been working on this for a couple, three years, and I have the same problem everybody else had sitting there talking about it, and you've got Rural Connect money, which is federal money. You've got to go through a, a massive amount of red tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the biggest thing that we all have got to realize, the inter- I mean, fiber is probably the coup d'etat. Uh-huh. It's the best there is. Yeah. It is ex- what they told us with some, they rolled out some monies, but uh, some small communities I know, mm-hmm. $9 million. You know, I mean, fiber is, and today's no telling us what it is, uh-huh. 100,000 a mile. Wow. You know, and I had a good friend of mine that was president, former president pro temp of the Senate, works for the municipal league. He sat beside me and he said, uh, how much is that, Hart? He said, how many miles you got in Conway County, Hart? And I said, 750. He said, how much is that? I said, a whole lot more than we're ever going to get. Uh-huh. But, you know, with the uh, where the wireless application, and I'm not saying that the, the hardwire is not coming. I mean, I know there's some electric co-ops that have committed to doing that. The problem you get into with all this, when you start planting it in the ground or you start hanging on a power pole, you're going, it's going to take some time, and you're sure enough going to spend some money. Right. Fastest, most cost-effective thing still in my mind is a high-speed wireless. Right, right, and it's great. It's, it it's just, great I mean, too. so far, and I'm going to say this, I don't do Facebook, okay? That's my disclaimer, but everybody, a lot of people I talk to seems to be very happy. Great with the service. Well, that's fantastic. Also, Judge, uh, last night uh, approved some reappointments yes. to, appointments to our library board. Yes, sir. We took and actually had a uh, quite a few, actually, uh, uh, Ms. Congeny, Mr. Joel Taylor, and Miss Janie Higgins. Actually, we're all reappointed to the library board. Okay. I, I, I got to say this, and I apologize, I think, with all of us. Last year was kind of just a, a, what I call a, a fog, I guess you would say, uh-huh. because everybody was in, everybody's worried about COVID, and, you know, and there wasn't a lot of things got done. And I think what we're into this year, in the catch-up mode. Uh-huh. Okay. So, anyway. All right. Well, great information here in, in this morning. Also, uh, last night uh, talked about some money as well. Yeah, we actually took and applied for a courtroom, courthouse security grant, fifteen thousand uh, dollars, through the administrative office of courts, and we actually got got the check in the mail this past Friday. So we're going to be uh, upgrading some camera setups, some lack of some cameras. We've had cameras outside. They worked, they didn't work, and what we come to the conclusion of, our, our squirrel population didn't do us any favors. Uh-huh. So we're going to be redoing that whole thing and probably going to be putting a, a stand-up metal detector in on the south entrance where the main a main access is in. Wow, wow, that'll so be great. So we're going to, you know, and you, you know, when I say this, and, and I've heard this, well, when's the courthouse going to open up? Well, here's the news flash. The courthouse has never been closed. Uh-huh. You know, we require a mask now. We still recommend a mask. We don't require it, but... Uh, you know, that's out. There's the entrance to the courthouse. There's one way in. That is the south entrance. South entrance. Okay. All right. Well, Judge, anything else to talk about here this morning? I hope it don't rain. That's right. Lot, ground's pretty wet, isn't ground it? Ground is extremely wet. Sure is. All right. Well, Judge, uh, uh, great information here uh, this morning. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you, Hunter. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.